everybody. Welcome to Drop the Gloves podcast. I'm Charlie. And I'm Mike. And today we're going to be talking about just normal uh, normal sports stuff, our favorite teams, why do we like them, and how can we keep going with them uh, even during the bad years. Uh, if you're wondering why the profile picture is mostly hockey or it's a hockey picture, it's because we're probably going to be talking about hockey 95% of the time on this podcast more than likely we will be talking about hockey but we will venture off into uh other sports topics or you know we'll go on to other rants about stupid stuff in sports or the nba how it sucks or (laughs) whatnot yeah but we want you to enjoy this you know if you like hockey you like sports you like just being an average guy or woman that loves absolutely loves sports then this will be your podcast i hope you like it and uh let's get this rolling yeah let's get it rolling uh just want to re uh touch up on that it's not going to be analytics so if you're listening to this and you're expecting to hear stats about our favorite players or something we don't do that we this is not your average sports podcast this is going to be fun we're going to talk about opinions sports stories go off on tangents rants who knows we'll even pick fun at each other for whatever reason it's course of nature it's course of nature especially between guys yeah and uh but uh yeah that's that's pretty much going to be the podcast but let's get started with our very first episode this is the pilot and as the pilot we're just going to talk about our favorite sports teams um mike do you want to start it off with uh favorite since it, since it's mostly going to be about hockey, favorite hockey team. Favorite hockey team. Um, well, favorite hockey team, NHL wise, is uh, Boston Bruins, uh, because the history and whatnot of the mm-hmm. team. You know, I started following uh, the Bruins. I want to say in two thousand eight, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Um, before the Bruins. I jumped around from team to team trying to find Mm -hmm. a team of my own. So it's like I officially started following hockey. It was probably the early 90s, and I was a Rangers fan. Yeah, exactly. Rangers fan. (laughs) My uncle, my uncle, (laughs) he uh, was, he he was, he was traveled the Northeast, and he's mostly worked out of New York, so like New York City and whatnot. So he come home when he come home he would watch the Rangers games on ESPN mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I was a Rangers fan and then after the I was like the Rangers were all right. That was I think believe it was the Gretzky uh Messier years. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, his last couple years in the league was with the rangers yeah i think that's who he eventually retired with is the rangers gretzky yeah yeah i think that was their stay actually i think that was their stanley cup year that i started following the rangers did he win with the rangers i believe so mm. well, you keep talking i'll look that up and then from uh from the rangers i started i like the detroit red wings and a few years, I followed the Red Wings from like '97 up until 2000, or well, 2008 when I started following the Bruins. And then, as the league grew, you know, 
I like uh, like the Nashville Predators and the and the Columbus Blue Jackets because they're close close to our region of the area yep. since we live in Kentucky. So, right. I'm gonna fact check you, sir. Okay. And I, fact check me, my friend. And that Wayne Gretzky did not win a Stanley Cup with the New York Rangers. He won all four with the Edmonton Oilers. Okay. My bad. Thank you for the fact check. You're welcome. <laughs> that's that's just so uh, Twitter and Zuckerberg and all them don't fact check us. Um, so, yeah, that's um, that's what my favorite teams are. And when uh, the Krakens come into the league, they'll probably be a favorite team of mine since Seattle hasn't had a hockey team in forever. So, They've never had a hockey team. Well, no, Seattle Metropolis. They they really? won they won an NHL title. So I'm, again, fact check me. I'm fact checking you right now. So the um, Seattle Metropolis. So yes. So when they come into the league, I think I will uh, hop on their bandwagon. I'm not a bandwagon jumper, but I will still love my uh, Bruins. Yeah, you got it. Uh, 1917 is when they won. Okay. Had no clue. Didn't even know that. So, right. fact check, true. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, Charlie, what's uh, what's your favorite? I know, I know your favorite team, but for our listeners. For the listeners' sake, yeah. yeah. Well, to underst- to for you. For you to understand how I became a Boston Bruins fan, I am going to start at the beginning of my ice hockey journey. All right. And that watching the Ducks movies is how I, me and my brother got into hockey. Yeah. So by watching the Mighty Ducks movies is what got us to become Anaheim Mighty Ducks fans. And when we became Anaheim Mighty Ducks fans, we also became Cincinnati Mighty Ducks fans because they had their AHL team yeah. here in the region. Uh, parents had season tickets. We got to see guys go up. Some guys come down from the NHL. And, I mean, we had a blast with that. I mean, that, those were awesome. Um, awesome games, awesome times. Um, so that's how we became Mighty Ducks fans. Um, my brother stayed with Anaheim. He never wavered. Yeah. Never wavered at all. Uh, me, on the other hand, I always felt like there's no way I'm going to match his level of enthusiasm yeah. with the Anaheim Mighty Ducks. Um, I did. I know this. I know I'm going to get a boo from you, but I did follow the Pittsburgh Penguins oh. when oh, Yar- when Yarmir Yager was still with them because Yaramir was one of my favorite players growing up watching and I only liked him yeah for Pittsburgh him and uh, Lemieux both of them were awesome guys and that but eventually fell off that I didn't really fall onto the yeah. Pittsburgh Penguin bandwagon I was on the Yaramir Yager bandwagon I'll, I'll give you that one but I can't believe it. That is something that you never told me, and I now I guess I know why. So, oh God, Pittsburgh. <laughs> sorry, sorry, folks. If any of you are Pittsburgh, any Pittsburgh fans, Steelers, 
Yeah, don't pirates. Matter. It's we live we live near Cincinnati, so it's our general our general response to hate anything that is in or surrounds Pittsburgh. So my apologies. Go ahead, Charlie. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And that, but um, another team that I liked growing up was the Dallas Stars. I liked Mike Madonna. I liked Brett Hall and their '98 Stanley Cup championship team run that they had. Um, I mean, when we had uh, me and my brother had Nintendo 64, yeah. I always played as the Dallas Stars, and he always played as the Mighty Ducks, and that and that that's just who we who we were, and we even do like uh, tournaments on. Uh, I think it was like NHL 98 or 99 or whatever. And yeah. we do tournaments and I would be the stars. He'd be the ducks. And eventually we face each other in the Western conference final and just bloodbath. You know, it was best out of seven. Um, but I, I was a, I was a stars fan. And then if the stars weren't in yeah. the finals, cause I didn't keep you that didn't keep much track, track yeah. of hockey until like, I got into high school or college is when I started like really getting into hockey. Yeah. Um, I just root for whoever I liked in the finals. So yeah. when it was uh, Colorado Avalanche versus New Jersey Devils, I rooted for the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. So you're kind of like me when I was gro- I, yeah. growing up. It's like the like, so we're going off topic. Yeah. Um, so like when I was a little kid. It's like if the Bengals weren't in the Super Bowl, I would root for all the NFC teams in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I remember the one year I was like the four years that Dallas won the Super Bowl or mm-hmm. the times that Dallas was in the Super Bowl, I rooted for Dallas. I rooted for the Giants. But if but I would never root for the 49ers. I would always root for the AFC team. Oh, yeah. But since... Uh, since the Patriots have been in the Super Bowl for 20, 20 something plus years, I've always I've always was stuck with that rule. Always, always NFC team, mm. you know. So I, I see where you're coming from. Well, it wasn't just like I, it wasn't that I just stuck with one conference. With one conference, it was just whoever's team. It depended on the teams. Yeah. Um, like I think it was Carolina versus Calgary one year. And I was rooting for Carolina, so it wasn't like I constantly rooted for the Western Conference. And when it and when it comes to Canadian teams, I can't root for Canada. I just can't do it. There's not a single Canadian team that I would root for. I mean, unless it was Pittsburgh versus Vancouver, I would probably pick Vancouver because I just don't want Pittsburgh. To win. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's Montreal, Boston Bruins' rival, heated rival up north, I would pick whoever the other Canadian Western team was over Montreal because it's Montreal. It's the Frenchies. I don't want the Frenchies to win. Uh, but anyway, so I just, I just was going after who I liked in the series. Now, around uh, high school is when... Uh, I got more and more involved in hockey. Uh, the we had a minor league team back in the region, Cincinnati Cyclones. Went Go to Clones. a bunch. Went to a bunch of games. Two time uh, Kelly Cup 
champions. So, I mean, eventually the love or the passion for the sport grew. Yeah. And I just followed it with more and more passion. I think it's about the same time that you yeah. fell in love with the Boston Bruins is when I fell in love with the Boston Bruins, and we didn't know that at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You, you and me had no idea we both liked the same team at that time. Exactly. But it was like 2009 when they were like the pick to win, uh, to win it all, and then lost in the first round to the Flyers. It was like, well, son of a gun. Yeah. And uh, damn. So... But I loved Boston ever since the 2009 season. So I, you, a year later after I yeah. made my stake to claim to Boston, not knowing that you made your stake to claim to Boston that following year. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, my uh, always always went to the Ducks games. Mm-hmm. It's like when I was in high school and you know with girlfriends and whatnot, and then when the uh, Ducks left Cincinnati and since the clones came into existence I remember going to the gardens my senior year in high school and I rooted for the I rooted for the clones and since that's like the minor league team in Cincinnati you know it 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 brings joy to my heart that yeah. you know that we have a hockey franchise in this team oh yeah you know you go back to the Cincinnati Tigers that were it was a minor league team, the Cincinnati Swords, which by the way I'm wearing, wearing supporting them tonight, <laughs> um, the Cincinnati Swarm, Stingers, Stingers Swarm. Sorry, I, I got confused well, with the football I, team. I, I was about to say Cincinnati Swarm was the arena football yeah. team. Cincinnati Stingers, yeah. my bad, and then the Mighty Ducks, and then the Cyclones came into existence. So, yeah, I love. I love my Cyclones. I'm disappointed that with the COVID this year, they're not playing. Mm. And, you know, NHL's only going to be playing a couple months. Starting up here in the next month and might be playing in May or whenever they start playing. And then January. They, Janu- January 13th, puck drop. They will play every day. They're, we're going to have a game every day from January 13th to May 8th. Well, there we go. At least we will never have a day without hockey for the next five months. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. That is good. Uh, something, something to watch other than whatever else garbage television. So, uh, yeah, I mean, and then my love for the Cyclones grew even more when you became uh, Cyclone. You started Cyclones Nation. On Facebook. On your Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, that just my passion my passion for that team grew even more. Mm-hmm. So I live in I live and die Cincinnati Cyclones. Oh yeah. They could they could be non existent in the city anymore and I would still wear Oh yeah. My I mean, my I still wear Stingers gear. You know Stingers but, gear and Swords gear is so re- it's retro and you go. I mean, there's people who live in this area that'll see that shirt, yeah. and they'll be like, "Oh man, I remember when I went to those games." Or, "Man, do you remember like so and so who was playing there?" It was yeah. like, "No, I don't." But <laughs> exactly because we're not 
you and I both aren't old enough to remember no, the no. stingers or the swords no. or even the tigers. Who's who's that one guy? Um, Mark Messier did play for the stingers with uh, uh, probably the same guy that I'm thinking of. He does. Barry Melrose. Barry Melrose, yes. Barry Melrose. Uh, yes, he was a stinger. Yes. And he even said the Cincinnati Stinger logo is actually one of his top five logos yes. that he's ever played, had a jersey in. I was like, oh, that's awesome. I didn't even know he was a stinger yeah. until uh, he said something like on ESPN one time, and they were like, Barry, what's your top five uh logos or teams that you ever played for and like number one was the cincinnati stingers where he got his start i was like that's awesome and we might we heck we might even talk about logos too so Mm -hmm. so oh yeah this this podcast is going to take so many different directions we're going to be bouncing off the walls who knows where we're going to go um but but uh, yeah i mean that's going back to the original topic yeah reel it back in a little bit um Almost had you. <laughs> and, uh, but fishing's not a sport. Uh, that's a topic for another day. Um, but Bruins in 2009 followed them to 2011, where they eventually became Stanley Cup champions, mm-hmm. uh, beat the Vancouver Canucks, or Canots, uh, in 2011, and just stayed with them. 2013, bummer year, going to the finals, and... Losing to Chicago um, in, at Boston. Um, and then uh, two years ago, yeah. going to the finals, game seven against the Blues and losing. Uh, well, that, game, that series broke my heart. But uh, the, in the long run, in the long run, I kind of, little, a little inside, mm-hmm. I was rooting for the Blues. Just because I remember you saying this. The, the I can't remember the little girl's name, but she was she loved she loved the the blues. Oh yeah, the cancer patient. Yes. Yes, and the blues and, were dedicating their season to her. Yeah. Yeah. So secretly I was I was rooting for my or I was rooting for the Bruins on the outside, but secretly in my heart I was hoping that the blues would win. Just for that little girl. And she got invited onto the ice. She got to hold the cup. She got to kiss it, be a part of the celebration with the yeah. team. I do remember that. Yes, that is sweet. So from, I mean, I, I did not like the Blues at all that yeah. series. I mean, yelling at the TV. I mean, was praying the neighbors didn't call the cops on me. Uh, but, yeah, I do remember that. And that is a, that, that's a sweet moment in yeah. sports. I mean, you can't, you can't hate something like that you i mean because you, 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 you know there's a story out there for every team like yeah that. but you know you can't you can't hate a team and you just you that shows more respect to the franchise mm-hmm. and whatnot that they're doing dedicating their season and it's bigger than just the game yeah it, it shows why hockey is like the freaking greatest sport out there mm-hmm. in the world you know mm-hmm. you can you can change my mind or whatever but hockey hockey will will live long and... oh yeah that that'll be hockey will always be number one uh it it was a close second to what will be our next uh sport and team that we will talk about is uh 
college basketball because yes. you and me are huge. We, we both, we almost share the same passions in certain areas. Eventually our listeners are going to be like, man, do these guys just agree on everything? No, no, no. wait until we get to baseball. <laughs> oh yes. If we, if, when, when the summer rolls around, uh, Charlie might be the only one doing the podcast, <laughs> but you know, again, it, it's the different topic. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, college, college basketball was like number one for me. And then eventually hockey took over as number yeah. one. So well, now it's kind of like hockey. And then to be honest with you, there is no number two spot anymore. Yeah. It's just whatever. Well, before, before I started getting into hockey is, it was one was or one was uh, baseball mm-hmm. and two was college football. Baseball, my grandpa, my grandfather, he, uh, from what my mom tells me, he caught Bob Gibson in the minor leagues. So that baseball will always be like not a close second, but a very, very distant second mm-hmm. to me, you know. But I, I'll still I will love hockey no matter what because there's no disappointment. You you can always rely on hockey. Mm-hmm. So with season, with season or no season. Yeah, and luckily we we are going to have a season. Um, but I mean that's I I cannot wait for the season to start up because they were even talking about spending it they didn't know if they were going to get an agreement between the nhl and the players association uh not a big fan of gary bettman the commissioner of the league but gotta give him props for holding on for as long as he did this year was like we're we're postponing we haven't canceled the league yeah and i think if the nhl didn't hang on there's no way you would have had the NBA playoffs. Exactly. And that because if the if the NHL folded, there's no and did and did what they did the uh, the hubs yeah. where they're going to bring all these teams, they're going to isolate them, quarantine them, and then they're eventually going to play games uh, in Toronto and Edmonton. Um, no outside contact with family, friends, or whatever like that. There's no way you would have had NBA playoffs exactly so, so congrats to Bettman. even though we do give him a lot of crap for being a well like a any pretty com- a pretty shitty commissioner well like any commissioner in any league uh i think it's pretty much more about the money than what the teams want and mm-hmm. you know well you but, also have to make up the money somehow yeah, exactly um, uh, because a lot of a lot of money has been lost and will be lost if this uh I mean, you got to eventually get fans back. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, I mean, I you have to think that a majority of the population wants to go back to attending in person games. Oh, I would love to. Uh, I miss the smell of the ice. Oh yeah. I bet you I, as well as you do. Oh yeah. I mean, my first words yeah. going into uh, it's Heritage Heritage Bank yeah. Arena now. It was U.S. Bank for forever, but Heritage Bank Arena. My first words are going to be Lucy. I'm home. I mean, yeah. Every 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 time I walk into that arena in Cincinnati, is it's like I'm home. I'm I'm returning. Goosebumps. Yeah, I'm returning home to something that I love, and I don't I don't 
No work. I uh, I think I was watching the episode of Fuller House when uh, <laughs> Uncle Joey, he had his uh, Red Wings jersey on, sweater on. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he became a priest or I don't know the, remember the episode, but he, he did somebody's wedding. And he's like, welcome to the church of the Holy Goalie. <laughs> I swear, that's, that's, that's what awesome. That's what I call Heritage Bank slash U.S. Bank yeah. slash the Crowns, whatever, the, whatever it was called. Oh, yeah. That, that'll be, and now forever, be the church of the Holy Goalie. <laughs> Even though we don't have a Holy Goalie. <laughs> I was about to say... Um, Going off a little off topic here, uh, Cyclones. We, Cy- think, oh yeah, we've already oh, gone. Yeah, off we've topic. already gone off topic. Yeah, we've, that's going to happen here, folks. We've eighty six. The favorite. Yeah. Um, but go ahead. I'm sorry, Charlie. But I mean, throughout the summer, you kept on seeing the Cyclones um, signing players. Yeah. Uh, and some of them who were with the team last year, Justin Vive. Shout out to him. He's. The, he was the captain last year. He's coming back. Uh, we've got guys coming from all around the league uh, for next season. The I think the only three positions that aren't filled are goalie, mm-hmm. assistant coach, and broadcaster. Because the broadcaster for the Cyclones is going to be the broadcaster for the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. In this upcoming, or not this upcoming season, but the next season, 2021-2022 season. Well, just to add something to that comment, uh, what you are saying about Cyclones signing, um, read something a couple of days ago which said that the teams, I believe, that aren't playing mm-hmm. this season, mm-hmm. that they've become, all the players have become uh, free agents. So they could sign with anybody this season? If they want this season or next season, I oh, think. Okay. So, so uh, the contracts are null and void. Null and void, yeah. Okay. As I think, I think I read that a couple of week couple of weeks ago that all players that aren't like that anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that aren't aren't playing this season. The contracts are null and void, and they'll be playing elsewhere or sign. They who, they could sign wherever they, they can want. Sign whoever they want to if they feel comfortable playing. Okay. So. Again, read half the article, but that's that's who I am. I read half of things, so I skim. It's, yeah, I, I, I just look for the juicy parts. Exactly. So <laughs> it, it is what it is. That's that's my uh, mentality. So, mm-hmm. all uh, right, but let, let's get back to let's reel this back yes, into what this, again. Let's reel it back in. But this is going to happen, folks. So if you're still with us, we congrats. We, yes, we appreciate you for staying with us. Um. But okay, so we talked hockey. Yeah, I mean that—that's what we're probably like. Like we said, ninety-five percent of the conversation will be about that. But let's go on to what is your number two favorite team? Not in hockey, but favorite number two team in any sport. Any sport. So if hockey's number one, and you chose the Boston Bruins as your number one team, yeah. So what's the number two sport, and what's that team? Number two sport is uh, well, baseball. Okay, so here, this, here, here's where it gets juicy, so, folks. So uh, this is I have actually I do have two two favorite teams. So one is the Cincinnati Reds. 
which again we're in the area in the area hometown boys yep gonna definitely be we, we, we both grew up on them so. grew up on Brad's history second one this is where it gets gonna get ugly for for me and, mm-hmm. and Charlie somebody's leaving here with a black <laughs> eye we don't know who yet but <laughs> so so number two I'm a New York Yankees fan. Reason, reason behind (laughs) me being a Yankees fan. One again, every team, every team I follow is because of the history. Mm -hmm. That's first and foremost. Yeah. Number two, the reason why I like the New York Yankees is uh, a friend of mine was drafted by the New York Yankees out of college. He played at NKU, Scott Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Scott. Um, yeah, so I started following the Yankees when Scott got drafted by the Yankees. And then he got traded to the Blue Jays for our Raul Mondesi. Mm. He was still in the minor leagues, but he's the only he's the only Newport policeman that has a World Series ring. Huh. So, he did get a World Series ring. Cool. So, those are my... Those are my two favorite baseball teams. Mm-hmm. So, Charlie, I'm not going to get long-winded on this one. <laughs> so, Charlie, okay. well, you go first, sir. Well, we or both, you go next. I'm we, sorry. We, we both agreed. We're, we're hometown boys. Cincinnati, Reds. It's who we grew up on. We both have heroes from from those, from those that team, from Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, but this is where it's going to get... Family ties could be torn. Uh, we'll, we'll say we're estranged cousins. I mean, we already are cousins, but we're going to be estranged. It's going to be like, oh, don't go and talk to him. During baseball season, we barely talk, so <laughs> depending and, on what. And we have seen each other at baseball games, and you're where and. You're wearing the Reds, and I'm wearing this team, which I'm about to announce to the world. On Sarasota, drum roll. The Boston Red Sox. Oh, Lord, have mercy. So it just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, I mean, I got the Boston Red Sox thing didn't... I mean, everybody's going to say, oh, you were a bandwagoner in 2004. Well, you're rooting for a team who hasn't won a World Series in 86 years. The whole city of Boston believes you're cursed because of trading what was what could have been your dynasty team. The Red Sox could have been the dynasty team if they kept held on to Babe Ruth, but instead they traded Babe Ruth to the New York Yankees. The New York Yankees end up winning 26 World Series. The Boston Red Sox were at a measly five until 2004. So. All I had to say about that one is it could be worse. He could be a Cubs fan. So that's oh, all no. I'll say. Well, I, okay. I rooted for the Cubs when they played the Cleveland Indians in the World Series. Sadly, I did too. I mean, because you're rooting for the curse to break. There were were a few Reds on that team. Uh, David Ross, Rossi. Or Aldis Chapman. And and Chappie. So, I I would like to see former Reds win titles, which they weren't going to do with the Reds. It seems to be a trend, though. Favorites that we like on the Cincinnati Reds... They they could be better. I mean, they perform well. Yeah. But they could be better. And then when they get traded or go into free agency or whatever, I mean, because there's been trades over the past couple of years that just made me write off the Reds altogether. Exactly. And you and me both know a guy who 
has stuck with the Reds, even with all the trades and everything. And we're just like, how? How, dude? But, I mean, there are trades where these guys go to, like, Kansas City Royals. I know more guys on the Kansas City Royals who were former Reds than anywhere else. Yeah. And they um, end up winning the World Series back in, what, 2017? No. No. 18. Or yeah, whatever. so somewhere, somewhere in the 2000s. Uh, yeah. Um, and then you look at, what was it, Aaron Boone? Brett Boone that killed your Red Sox dreams. Aaron Boone in 2003. It's the, killed your uh, Red Sox dreams in the World Series Game 7 home run. Well, that was 2003. We eventually got revenge back in, two th- in 2004. No, yeah. And that, but yeah, Aaron Boone, former Red, goes to the Yankees. You didn't even, I didn't even know he was with the Yankees until he hit the home run. It was like, seriously, this guy out of nowhere I think that I think that was free agency I could be wrong I don't well I don't um, think he got traded to yeah, the Yankees I, but yeah it Paul O'Neill red world series ring with the Yankees yes I so. mean I mean that's just it just seems to be a trend it's like the Cincinnati Reds are a farm team for the rest of the league rest <laughs> of the good teams in the league the Yankees Dodgers uh Reds Boston I was about to say, there's been a few Reds who played, uh, who went to Boston, became World Series champion. Yeah. Uh, um, Josh Hamilton went to Texas. Didn't win a ring with them, but got close. Got close, yes. So, you know. Yeah. But, well, I mean, it just seems to be a trend for the Cincinnati Reds. They seem to be like a farm team for the rest of the league. Nowadays, yes, they do. But um, And I, because... Guys develop here. It's all part of the 30-year strategy, the 30-year rebuild, or whatever. And every year starts the, and every year you don't say, oh, what year of the 30-year rebuild is the Cincinnati Reds on? No, no, no. You say, we're starting over this year. Yeah. <laughs> so there is no year two. It's, we didn't hit Like Groundhog's the, Day. Yeah. It's like we didn't hit the mark last year that we wanted to, so we're starting over again. Redo, well, redo. <laughs> well, um, the way things looked this past season, they, you know, getting, uh, they looked pretty good going into the postseason. I uh, pray to do the Lord Himself that they uh, do resign Trevor Bauer, so we can have another get him another uh, Cy Young Award as a Red. Mm. But uh, yeah, so the the Reds the Reds look. You know, they fought until the end of the season, which they did get that playoff berth when they won in uh, in Minnesota. But uh, getting swept by the Atlanta Braves and getting shut out, uh, what, three straight games? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, think, didn't, I, think I was, didn't follow baseball this year at all. So uh, I think I, uh, I believe it was uh, three straight games that they got blanked. So, yeah. Thank you to the Reds. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I can't. Can't blame the pitching staff for not trying because uh, Castillo, Bauer, and Sonny Gray, all three of them pitched um, quite hell of a games going into that series. So, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then the Yankees didn't look all that great going into the postseason this year. Well, but weren't they weren't they ahead in the in the division? I, I believe so, but the. The, I know Boston came in dead last. Yeah, Boston, year. Boston, Boston came in very dead last. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Way to rub it in. They, they were pulling up the rear in the AL East, but uh, 
You know, the Do- the Dodgers and the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, you know, I like, to be honest with you, I like the Rays and where they're going with, you know, what they're going. You know, again, I hope the Reds can do the same thing like these other franchises are trying to get their teams in the... See, I, I'm with you on the whole, they're trying to build the team up to where it could be like, like playoff caliper worthy yeah and that and i always feel like they get so close but then there's that one year where they are that close and then it's like everything falls apart well it's not that everything falls apart it's management decides to trade off the guys that are making it work yeah it's like todd frazier getting traded it's like you traded todd frazier one player i wish they would trade they probably won't trade so they need to get rid of Mr. Votto, but... You know. No, he, he's tied to... I was about to say, how many more years of his contract? I don't know, but the, I wish they'd get rid of him because he's bringing this team down. And, and he's they, a Canadian, too. Well, it's not that he's... <laughs> I, it's not because he's Canadian. It's just he, you know... That's he not can't, a, can't play, the, can't play the, the position well anymore. You, get, well, you know, yeah. you got Mike Moustakis... Awesome first baseman. Mm-hmm. You got Kyle Farmer. The man can play mm-hmm. anywhere in the infield, plus a position in the outfield. Mm-hmm. So you got two guys that could play first base, and you got Jerry Votto that just blew, has one good year. And Well, yeah, you got one. It, that seems to be the trend for Cincinnati. One good year is enough for like a 10-year contract yeah. or, or a multiple uh, That's the same way it goes with the Bengals contract. too, but, you know, oh, yeah. let's... Uh, we'll eventually move on to yeah. football here yeah. soon. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, the Reds... Any Cincinnati team, with the exception of the Cyclones. I was about to say, there's only one winning team in Cincinnati, exactly. and it's the minor league hockey team. Um, okay, so, I, so baseball was second. Yeah. And that, what's the next sport we should cover? Should we cover football or should we move on to college or college football? We'll talk. We'll talk about that because NFL to me, NFL, NBA. We'll we'll try not to get too political with those two sports. Yeah, but we'll just say that we are not fans of them at the moment. Or yeah. we do not have any favorites at the moment. Yeah, my favorite teams in the NFL and uh, let's 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 say if politics weren't involved in the year in the year of 2020 right now and the whole let's get rid of the kneeling, let's get yeah. rid of the whole Black Lives Matter thing and we just stuck to who were our favorites before Four. politics entered the game before Colin Kaepernick decided to be a an activist um, for for a more politer term. Yes, we, and that, we're not we're not going to go. We're not going to go too all far. political on this. So. But before Colin Kaepernick decided to play activist, who was your favorite NFL team? Favorite NFL team again, hometown, Cincinnati Bengals, and then again history, the Green Bay Packers, mm-hmm. with Vince, Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, again. History. Now, see, you and me are t- complete opposites here. Now, yes, we are from the same area, and we grew up at, with the Bengals and yeah. the Cincinnati uh, Reds and everything, but I'm the opposite. I was a Packers fan way before I started. That, that, before, this I did not know. You didn't know this? No, sir, I did I, not. I, well, I was a Packers fan. 
before I was a Bengals fan. I had a Packers t-shirt before I had a Bengals t-shirt. Wow. So, yeah. And so I was a Packers fan, and I still, I think I still do have my Brett Favre jersey. I, I still own my Brett Favre jersey, even though it's raggedy. Oh, yeah, I, I got mustard stains on mine, which just makes it even more. I'll just say it's a cheese stain. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. But, yeah, so the NFL, um, most definitely Green Bay and Cincinnati. Uh, like I said, Brett Favre, history, Vince Lombardi. Now, question on the Brett Favre thing. Yes, sir. Did you jump off of the Brett Favre bandwagon when he retired? And I'm using air quotes on that one, folks. Retired and went to the Jets and then retired again. And then... No, he didn't retire. Or no, he didn't retire. He He just went to to Minnesota. Minnesota. No, I didn't. I love Brett Favre. I think the coverage of his retirement was uh, tiring. Oh, yeah. But be, you got ESPN standing out the man's house. Is Brett Favre going to retire? That it's uncalled for. The twenty-four hour news cycle is ridiculous. Yeah. But no, the Jets. I rooted for the man when he was a Jets, even though he played for a crappy team. Mm-hmm. And then when he went to Minnesota, that was kind of fun to see him go back to Lambeau. And well, he had never played against. The Green Bay Packers, except for the one time when he was with Atlanta that one year. Yeah. When he got drafted by Atlanta. Exactly. So he had never, and I don't think Atlanta even played the Packers that one that year that he got drafted by them. Either. I don't know. I think you read the bench, but a little a little trivia for you. Yeah. So, well, it wasn't his first start. I don't believe it was his first start. But which game? What was? The game that either he started or came, replaced the quarterback. I can't think of the the quarterback that was playing at the time. Which team did he come in for the quarterback for or started against? And then, um, are you talking about when he came in for the Packers? Or for the Packers, yes. The Packers. The team that they were, I, I again, I don't know if it, it was his first starting him starting or he was playing for or he came in for an injured player but who was the team that he played against in his first um, in his first start appearance as a or when he came in yeah uh, I have no idea who did he Cincinnati Bengals oh it was the Bengals it was the Bengals yes again I don't remember the quarterback that uh, I think it was Minovich or something, whoever the quarterback at the time, that he got got traded to the. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was it was against the Cincinnati Bengals mm. that he played against. Well, Favre was always my favorite quarterback, no yeah. matter what. I mean, everybody will say, well, what about like Joe Montana, Joe Montana, uh, John Elway, and that or Bernie Kosar, and that. I mean, whoever. I mean. Before Brady, and I'll say before Peyton got like really up there yeah. in terms of oh they're they're part of the elite or they're part of the new age quarterbacks you got to look out for. Brett is one of those guys that yeah he'll probably throw it fifty yards downfield in hopes that his receiver catches it. Yeah, but he doesn't give up on a play. No, he doesn't. I I I and, and I'm starting to see I that. Him. 
Yeah, and I'm starting to see that. Because he even, like, do these weird, awkward passes just to get rid of it in hopes of getting a few yards out of it. I'm seeing Aaron Rodgers starting to become Brett Favre Jr. with the plays that he makes. You know, you see Patrick Mahomes flipping the ball Mm -hmm. across his body or whatnot. But Brett Favre, you you have to think, I don't know if anybody else did that kind of stuff. I don't remember seeing Joe Montana or... Or Troy Aikman or Steve Young. Or, or Bradshaw. Or Terry Bradshaw. Well, I've never seen a game that Terry well, Bradshaw. Well, I mean, you, you, see, you see film, but film, yeah. Film, yeah. But I don't think any of them guys did crazy passes like that. But Brett Favre, yeah. He he could throw, throw the ball across his body downfield mm-hmm. and connect with um, Antonio Freeman or... Uh, Sterling Sharp or whoever his receivers were mm-hmm. at the time, man killed it. And oh yeah, that's why. Yeah, he has one Super Bowl with the Packers, but that's. I to be honest with you, at this point, Super Bowl. That's how I don't judge yeah, quarterbacks don't... or players. Like you can say, oh, Brady's the greatest of all time because of how many rings he has. He, I'll tell you, I'll he's tell you something not about, the goat, in my opinion. I'll I tell know you something that's going to piss off some listeners. <laughs> but I'll tell, and again, this might piss people off, but Tom Brady is nothing without Bill Belichick. Oh, yeah, I was about to say, he would not have the career Bill that he Belichick, if he was not with the New England Bill Patriots. Belichick is nothing without Tom Brady. You see it this year with oh, the yeah, Patriots. This, this is a Cam, clear example, yes. Cam Newton, horrible. Yes, MVP football player, but horrible. No, he was an MVP yeah, football was. player. Oh. He was when he was with Carolina. Yeah. He's not. He's not that caliber with Belichick. If, no. if I was, this is me, if I was New England's front office, I would have signed Andy Dalton. <laughs> Hand to God. Sorry. I would have signed Andy Dalton to the New England Patriots before I would have signed Cam Cam Newton. Andy. And everybody was calling for that during the offseason, yeah. too. Uh, everybody was trying to figure out where Dalton was going, and everybody said, Patriots, just watch, just yeah. wait. And then that's, you find out he signs with Dallas, and it's, it's like, got, didn't see that one coming. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> kind of like the Reds, their minor league team for all the all the big name uh Yeah, it's just a matter of teams. time before A.J. Green goes. A, a Bengal, a Bengal's like, the Bengals are like, the minor league football practice squad for the rest of the you know the New Englands, the 49ers or yeah. the, the the Seahawks or well, who whoever the I, I don't think you can say that about everybody from the Bengals because when Chad Johnson was with the Bengals, he did not have the same. I'll, I'll say he didn't have the same charisma or play or um, work ethic. With other teams that he eventually went to, because yeah, because he, he did eventually go to the Patriots. He also went. I didn't he Miami. Go? He was in Miami. Okay, Miami. I kept on thinking it was either Miami or uh, Seattle, but he did go. Hushmanzada was. Hushmanzada uh, was, was Seattle. Seattle, and that. But you can't say that for everybody from the Bengals. But I can say that about. I mean, Kitna. Remember John Kitna? Crazy Legs Kitna. Oh my gosh. I mean, I remember him being the starter before Carson Palmer was drafted. And then Carson Palmer was the starter. Kitna, you never wanted him. 
to start for the Bengals. It was just no, no. And then he goes to Detroit, and he's the backup for Stafford. Yeah. Stafford gets hurt. He comes in. He wins a football game with the Lions. It's like, well, why couldn't he do that with the Bengals? And then he goes to the Cowboys. I think it was one of Romo's last years before he before he retired. Retired. Yeah. Romo got hurt. And this is like when Cowboy. I mean, I, and I know a few people who love the Cowboys. And I uh, yeah, and, I know and, quite and a few people. And, and I always pick on them. It's like, really, you're still a Cowboys fan? Um, America's team. Yeah, America's team. Right. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was like Romo was having a crappy year. I think they went like one and four with him. He got hurt, collarbone injury or something. I think it was a collarbone. And then. Kitna is the backup. And you're just like, oh my gosh, how old is Kitna? And he's the backup? He ended up winning the next five games. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. then that was the only reason why the Cowboys were in the playoff talk is because Kitna is the one who pretty much dragged them. Like, hey, I may which, be old, but what, we're uh, going. <laughs> which was what uh, what Andy Dalton's doing to the team now. The dragon, dragon it, uh, the Cowboys into playoff contention. Yeah, that, see, that, that like, whole that whole the AFL or yeah AFC, yeah AFC. My bad. Yeah. AFC uh, East Conference or division. Oh. No, you mean NFC? Cowboys are in the NFC. Yeah, NFC. My bad. Um, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm loopy. <laughs> uh, First episode. It can only get better from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there he's a. Uh, it's like that's the worst division in the NFL. You have like. Uh, teams that are eight and or not seven and eight, five and six, still fighting for like losing records, still fighting for a play playoff position. I think the only team that's not in contention for it anymore is the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And you know, and how somebody please explain to me how you can tie in an NFL football game. See, that's the one rule they need to get rid of is tying and foot yeah. and professional football. There's no tying in sports. There there except, shouldn't be tying in sports. Except for soccer, but soccer is a communist sport. <laughs> well, there's some people. And I know there's some people who probably will listen to this and if they made it to that comment, they're going to find me because I said that on social media one time, and you'd think I had started World War Three or something. <laughs> to me personally, I don't understand soccer. I, I'm not even willing to give it a try. I did watch the Women's World Cup, mm. and that was the hardest thing that I've sat through. Not because they were women. It's because I do not know a damn thing about soccer. You couldn't keep up with. I could, I could. I could. It's. It's like other than the goals, you could not keep up with. Exactly. Okay. You know, if I want to see people struggling to score, I go to the bar with my buddies. <laughs> I say that all the time. So, I say that all the time. So there, there's, there's some laughs. You know, <laughs> I'm sorry. You can hate me for not disliking hockey, or not disliking hockey. My bad. Sorry. First episode. Don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But you can hate me for disliking soccer. Yeah. But that again, opinions are opinions. Free country. Like we like what we like. Mm-hmm. We hate what we hate. Yeah. 
And, so, I, and soccer is just one of those sports that, I mean, even I played it as a kid, and I still didn't understand I never it played, while playing it. I never played soccer, and when I do, or if I ever have children, I will not, I, will oh, not no. let, I won't let them, if they want to play soccer, fine, I'll let them play soccer, but I'm not going to push it on them, you know. Yes, there's the team in Cincinnati, you know, you spend, you spend a million dollars for a stadium, which, you know, again, or multi-million dollars yeah. to build a stadium that'll sit there half empty half the year. Yeah. We'll we'll eventually get into the politics of some of the of of how teams run certain things. Yeah. Especially like Cincinnati. Cincinnati is one of those cities that is just you know there's smarter ways of doing this, or exactly. there are better ways of doing this, but for some reason certain teams or certain uh, sports city hubs like Cincinnati make it so difficult cool. for not just the teams, but for the fans exactly. as well. You so, know. all right, we covered hockey. We're, at, we're close to an hour mark here on our wow. first episode. But we've covered hockey, we've covered baseball, we've covered football. So little, let's do one a more. A little bit of soccer. A little bit of soccer, but we never said who our favorites were no, because don't have, we, because we don't, we don't have follow favorites. it. We don't follow it. So let's say for for 10 more minutes, let's try and tackle one more sport. Uh, we did football, we did baseball, we did hockey. Do we want to touch NBA at all? We can We can touch the NBA. Okay. It's, it's your... It's your call, sir. Okay. Well, I'm not going to touch NBA. I'm not going to touch NBA with a 10-foot pole because I get in so many arguments with people over NBA versus NHL, and it's it's sometimes fun for me, but at the, but at the same time, it's like, how many times have I had this argument? So let's go to college athletics. So college basketball then? Let's go to well let college, college basketball or football? We could do both if okay. we can if we can squeeze it together. Okay. But you and me, we both like the same team when it comes to basketball. Exactly. UK, University of Kentucky, yes. even though they're flopping this year. Oh Lord, they're flopping big time. And they lost to Louisville by three. I mean to be honest be all honest with you, I was kind of expecting a blowout with Louisville because Louisville's five and one. Yeah. Kentucky was one in five, and you're just like, okay, is it really Louisville's year to show up the basketball world? But for Kentucky to go in being how they are, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't say all of them are blowouts. No, all, the been... five, the the six losses that they now have, yeah, are not all blowouts. They're pretty close. I mean, there yeah. was one game. I think it was the Irish. I think they lost to Notre Dame, wasn't it? Yeah, they lost to Notre Dame. And they only lost by like eight. Yeah. I think that was the most points they lost by. I couldn't tell. Or did they lose big against North Carolina last Saturday? Oh, uh, I did not watch the game, so I couldn't tell you. I, I didn't watch I, and I haven't watched I the haven't watched, Kentucky game. I haven't watched the UK game this year yet um, between Dolan personal stuff yeah i just haven't found the time to watch it i did watch the kentucky notre dame game and i had to turn it off at halftime because i was getting pissed because (laughs) that they were losing so that's that's fandom when you can't sit through a game because that's how bad they're playing i turn the channel when the Bengals start sucking and (laughs) everything else but not to get long-winded on this 
Um, so, but anyway, Kentucky I, I think Wildcats that, I, is our is our favorite. Yeah, college basketball. Uh, we obviously, as UK fans, cannot stand teams like Louisville, which are in-state rivals, even yes. though they won today. Uh, can't stand them. Can't stand North Carolina. And I don't have to be honest with you. I really. The only team from North Carolina that I really which can't was say. I, which is what I was about to get to. The number one is Duke. Duke, yes. We cannot stand the likes of Duke. Uh, I Yeah, Duke Duke is no go for me. No. Sorry, if, Duke fans, if you're listening. Now, if you want an interesting story about Duke and Kentucky from me, I, yeah. got, a, I got a good one for you. Go ahead, sir. All right, so i never knew the difference between kentucky and duke growing up because they were both blue teams yeah i just knew one was duke one was uk that was it well and i was born in 90 1990 the leitner shot happened in 92 i was two years old had no clue that that even happened oh until i watched that game until 1996 1996, I'm watching Kentucky play Duke in, I think it was the Sweet 16 or Elite 8. Can't remember, but it was March Madness. Yeah. And I'm watching both teams playing, and my grandma will tell you that I was rooting for both teams. Because Kentucky would score, I'd be like, yay, I'm six years old. Yay. Duke goes down the other end, scores, yay. I couldn't tell the difference. But for some reason, they decided... ESPN, CBS, I don't know who it was. CBS. I don't know who it was, but they decided to show what happened the last time Kentucky and Duke played in the tournament, and they showed the Leitner shot. I'm six years old. I'm sitting in front of a TV, and I see the Leitner shot, and it was like a light switch that didn't get turned on when I was born or when I was being raised as a a Kentucky citizen. Yeah. Was, you're supposed to hate Duke. Like, that switch didn't get turned on. Yeah. So, they showed that, and all of a sudden, it was like, boom, light turned on, and from then on, it was like, I don't like Duke. I don't like Duke. It's like, that's what it had to do. That's That had to be, like, my indoctrination moment into UK basketball. basketball because if I didn't see that shot or if I had not known about that shot till who knows maybe like I was 8 or 10 or something older, yeah. and I had seen that who knows if I would have still been rooting for both teams or not or maybe I would have sided with Duke oh, by the God. time I saw that that, that, that would have been another uh, discernment that, yes and that would have been another discernment I, by the I, family I discern fam, uh, friends that are uh, Duke Duke fans but there again that's what uh, being brought up in Kentucky, yeah. you know, and like I said at the beginning or halfway through the show is, um, you know, we, there's teams that we, we were brought up, you know, from the area that we were brought up, mm-hmm. you know, with the Pittsburgh or now there Duke. are, now there are to, to some of our listeners, I think they would like to know that or maybe they already do know. Some of them could be Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. And that they know family in the Cincinnati area, and they're Pittsburgh fans. Yeah. Because yeah. you weren't... Because it almost feels like... Because Pittsburgh at one time was... You could have said was America's team. 
Yeah. Or could have been number two America's football team. Well, and people here in Cincinnati couldn't root for the Bengals because they kept on blowing it. So they learned to root for the Steelers, and it just became a thing. And that's, that's fine and dandy. You know, we're not we're not going to judge our listeners on the, you know, the... Oh, we will totally the, judge our well, listeners we'll, we'll by, judge. by their teams. But, you know, <laughs> but, you know, your fandom is your fandom. Yeah. You know, just be prepared to defend your, your fandom. fandom. Yes, be exactly. prepared to defend it because if you're not willing to stand up for the teams that you root for, yeah, can you really call yourself exactly. a fan? Exactly. And because I, I mean, people will get on us all the time, depending on our. I mean, you and I, we get on each other about Yankees and Red, Red Sox, Sox, or you know, people get on me and be like, like people oh, get on why us. do you like? Why do you like the Irish? No. Notre Dame, or no. yeah, yeah, or wow, your Kentucky Wildcats are doing bad, or whatever. And it's like if you're not prepared to face those critics, those people who hate your team, then can you really call yourself a diehard fan? Exactly. Um, to the to the Leitner thing, uh, I actually watched that game live. Oh. And I had to been oh. Well, if I was two and you're like. Um, well, you said you. You're 11 well, years older than me. 11 years older, so I had you're to 13. be like, huh? Or no, not 13. Um, I was I was still young. I was like nine or something. I don't know. Anywho, uh, yeah, I watched that game live, and uh, you want to talk about being pissed off? Oh uh, yeah. I was I was in tears as a little kid for days, <laughs> days. I was in tears because. Christian Leitner made that shot. <laughs> I I could not I could not. Oh, uh, I was I was. You thought some my dog or something died the way I was carrying on. <laughs> but yes, that and I still to this day being, well, I'll be forty two in March. To this day, every time CBS oh, shows that Christian Leitner shot, I get mad and. At this time, yes, I still do hate Christian Leitner. Oh yeah, if if you if you if you don't hate Christian Leitner, there's something wrong with you as a Kentucky. Uh, we have just now knocked over an hour on this first episode of this podcast, and we said we were going to do ten minutes of college sports, and it all ended up becoming UK. So, real quick, before we sign off for our very first episode, top of your head, first thing that pops into your head. Favorite college football team? One, two, three, go. Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Okay. And for me, I don't have one. Because <laughs> I'm a bandwagoner. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's going to be... Ball State. Yeah. Or... No, 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 no. Not Ball State? No. I, the only reason I put up with Ball State is because my aunt used to work for Ball State University. That was the only reason why I rooted for the team. She no longer works for the university. So therefore, I'm no longer a Ball State University bandwagoner. But... If I had to choose, like, gun to my head, who would I, who would I root for? Root for, like, who? What is my base? It is going to be, what? Oh, we got a peanut gallery. Two, one. WVU. Oh, I'm I'm sorry, West Virginia. Oh my gosh. Oh, the wife just laid the law uh, down. Ladies and gentlemen, we have just had a rare, rare. Appearance by my wife 
who is from West Virginia, and uh, she gave me the death stare and said, okay, your base better be West Virginia. Well, honey, I'm going to say it's West Virginia to, 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 to put that to rest. So, I woke up from my nap for that. Okay. She woke up just in time, ladies and gentlemen. All right. <laughs> Guys, that is going to do it for our first episode here on Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. Um, if you listen to it, thanks. If you tell your friends about it, that'd be great, too. We hope to keep this going f- uh, throughout the new year. And, I, and who knows, we'll probably have more episodes for you soon. Uh, I'm Charlie. And I'm Mike. And we're signing off. Have a good night, guys.